0: Welcome, Studio 5, on my end, which mm. proves fighting, you know, easier outside the cage, moving easier outside the workload. I paid people, I just watched it, because of my surgically repaired hand, I had no choice. Discussion. my girlfriend, I had me, it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves it. I am your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raph, as far as a Raph, how are you doing
1: In still Studio One L.A. Studio One doing very well. I feel like this has now turned into like a a UFC broadcast uh, on Fox Sports 1 where they're just like, and now we're going over to Raff in L.A. (laughs) Hey, Kev, I'm doing great in Los (laughs) Angeles. The sky is crazy, at least in my part. uh, But man, what a what a weird (laughs) world. How are you doing back in the studio?
0: Can we please do this every time one of us changes? Because that would be great. Let's check in with the weather in Los Angeles where Rap Spars is oh. reporting live from indoors. Rap. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. We it don't do it. It's chilly. I'm in the middle of a tornado now. What? Uh, I just want to say this. I just saw this right now, and I need to breaking news this. Yeah. My dad is Dancing with the Stars. And I'm just seeing a photo of him on my Facebook. Now, my dad doesn't know how to use Facebook a ton. So uh, this is pretty remarkable to see him using the technology in such a way. So uh, good old man. Good for him. Dad, you posted a
0: picture to Facebook. Was, <laughs> was that not rap? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it's just Rod Swanson's it. I <laughs> enjoy that the... I, that's got to be kind of a fun live taping right? Especially
1: they're so hungry. <laughs> I Here's my one issue with Dancing with the Stars and older individuals. I'm not saying all old people, but mind you, I'm about to talk about my dad. Oh, yeah. When folks who are maybe a little bit older who watch Dancing with the Stars, the statistics prove it, don't come at me, <laughs> they sometimes get really surprised that the younger generation is not watching it so my favorite reaction from some of my family members and friends who are older is when they turn to you and they go you're not watching dancing with the stars as if it's a crime and it's very hard to explain to them you're watching a show for old people So you try not to use that language. You try to get around it. You try to be like, well, you know, uh, no, I don't really watch it. Not since 98. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, sometimes they'll go away. But then, you know, like you'll just try and come up with like really random assortment things to discuss that are kind of tangential. So you'll be like Kim Kardashian. Am I right? And you just take a shot in the dark. And you're like, yeah, she was on that season. She was horrible. And you go, "Mm -hmm, yep. mm -hmm. Perfect. (laughs) Cool. Discussion over. We did it. Uh, but yes, there is a certain element of people who get really shocked. It also happens with America's Got Talent and uh, The Voice. It used to be American Idol, but after there, there are those people who get really angry who they will not allow you to not watch it. And I'm like, I'm good. Oh, it's a
0: singing show. Yeah, got it. Karaoke is awesome. Everybody's in. <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't love karaoke? It's like it's but it's a singing show. It's like yeah. It's great, Listen, I love, love
1: me some good music, I love me some good dancing, I'm good, but mm, nope. I
0: also think Mr. Esparza should get it, maybe teach him a lesson or two. You never know, yeah. You know, know what stage if they're at the early stages, he might have some moves on some people.
1: I don't want to uh, put this out there and put him on blast, but he is my dad, so I mean, you know, what am I gonna do? Uh, my old man's been taking some salsa lessons. Hey, so that was one of the requests he had at my wedding, which was. Son, I don't care what happens, but there better be some fucking salsa. I was like, Dad. Fine. Give him a salsa song. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rap, not much on the docket tonight. We're going to talk UFC.
0: We're going to find out who won over under. We're going to talk Dimitri J's unbelievable Hmm. finish.
1: Dimitri J's sounds kind of like sneakers that he was promised by Reebok, but that they're never going to give to him. Yeah, the Dimitri J's? Yeah, you got them new Dimitri J's?
0: Yeah, or his uh, DJ name in general, the Dimitri J's.
1: (laughs) Dimitri J's!
0: Yeah, I want to name a bar Dimitri J's. You know what, now I want it back. (laughs) Keeping (laughs) Dimitri J's, everybody. Forget you heard it. I'm... Deep in on following the Danaher updates about where he's training to try and get Ooh. some insights on whether or not we're going to see a heel hook out of GSP. I don't think we are, but
1: you know, okay.
0: you know, I'm thinking oh. about.
1: It. Oh, Kev, I have breaking news. We actually, I don't know if you know this, but there was a big press conference between Michael Bisping and GSP, uh-huh. and I'm getting the button flashed on my side. Oh, oh, perfect. Well, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I'm I'm okay.
0: Let's just do a quick update on how the champ's fight is going. I'm going to start with the man who used to hold the belt, GSP, host of Dinosaur Hour, something about dinosaurs. GSP, are you going to heel hook Michael Bisping whenever you two fight?
1: Ole, 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 ole. GSP. Don't 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 uh, sing over GSP. Very important. I with uh, I was trying to like show <sighs> you know if uh, I wanted to uh, hear someone who is uh, loudmouth uh, white guy who is uh, semi tall, I would uh, attend my own press conference. Yes, no.
0: Yes and no. That's fair. That's I just, uh, I have a
1: news. It. GSP has uh, eyes and ears everywhere. You have seen John Danaher, but I have seen something else, Kevin. Uh. The secrets of the
0: John Danaher Bible. I've heard he keeps in a tattooed satchel underneath his back.
1: Well, no, no. I will tell you this, uh, Phillips, Kevon. There was uh, Michael Bisping. He went to go train with uh, the Temporal. The what? Do you know uh, the Temporal? No. The what? It, okay. I will Let me uh, spell it out for you. It is 10B. Uh, the numerical sign four, and then L. Oh, you went a to that again? Called Planet. Tempor. What is that? What? Are you, what are you telling GSP? Is there a? Why is there planet. another planet? Did someone tell me? No. Oh, no, no. No. No.
0: I'm not speaking geologically. I'm saying that the name of the people you train with.
1: Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He is getting uh big training. Like when you go to uh, a big bear. And uh, then you you get altitude training. Very smart of Michael Bisping, but (laughs) GSP has already done that twice. Okay. Well, you feeling good? You know, uh, Michael Bisping, he he tried to look at me, and he was like, hey, hey, I'm going to push you. And I was like, no one pushes GSP. (laughs) So I I, I shove him back. (laughs) And uh, I uh, had a witty one-liner. Did you see uh, what I said? No, I'd love to hear it. Oh of course. All Did right. I, I practiced oh. very hard for this one, but uh, Bisping uh, was looking at me with his one good eye, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's drunk. Okay, I said that at least five times as well. But uh, here is my, my one liner I had. Are you ready for it? Yeah. You are you are a comedian, yes? No? Sure. Okay. So I want you to tell me how funny this one is. GSP the comedian. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. There's nothing more sure. Water is wet, fire burns, and uh, uh, I'm going to beat Michael Bisping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, a a burning honor, as always. I'm actually going to thank you for your time tonight and pitch to current (laughs) title holder, Mm. European Smugger, and... Ja- I mean, three-piece jacket, vest wearer, as well, Michael Bisping. How are you doing, Sir Bisping?
1: Ah, oh, well, you know, nobody ever told me that I was going to be on this uh, this thing. I-, I can barely see it's was going to be on, uh, or when, you know, I mean, the, the hard part is, look at him. Look at him. He's not even that good. <laughs> Am I right?
0: You are not right. Are you sober? Are you? Do you know who you're talking
1: to right uh, now? I mean, I'm as sober as you can uh, a British guy could be. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh,
0: ladies and gentlemen, champ Michael Bisping, former hey, champ,
1: hey, 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 hey. and uh, and uh, let me let me just uh, say this real quick: uh, is he's stupid, he's dumb, and uh, you know,
0: couldn't agree more. That's. Gonna be the headline. You see
1: what I have to deal with here? I do. This guy, uh, he thinks he less... sells fights. It's uh, very sad. <laughs> GSP has to carry all the weight just by his witticisms. You, uh, you are drunk over there. You sh- you, coming witticisms, Michael, Michael Bisping. You, uh, you degenerate. I will, I will punch, kick you in the face. I told him uh, straight to his eye. I said. <laughs> Michael Bisping, I am going to beat you. I am going to submit you. Then I'm going to pick you back up, and I'm going to punch you. And yes, that will be against the rules, but uh, GSP makes the rules, and will finish you however GSP feels. GSP! (laughs) Ha ha ha! And
0: you can find the fight when,
1: Michael Bisping? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, It's just uh, over there. Uh, It's going to be one of those dates, uh, like in November, you know?
0: Yes, I do actually know some dates that are like in November. So I'll uh, I'll look forward to those. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bisping. Hey, hey,
1: go fuck yourself very nicely.
0: Thank you. And George's St. Pierre. uh, The treat was ours, as always.
1: Ole, 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 ole. GSP. MVP,
0: and I won't dare sing along. So as not to upset the guests, listen to thank you, bringing back Rafa esparza as we transition to some <coughs> UFC coverage. <coughs> yep, this is all brought to you by our lovely friends, and I can't stress this enough. You have to go visit KOSportsGear.com. Mm. They will bring you the best keys. It will bring mm. you the top notchest of the your training mates will notice singlets. And you need to let mm. us know how that goes. Raph, have you used the singlet yet to train? I
1: have not. Pants. I out. have it in my position. Well, first of all. Oh, okay. You, have you? Have you used it to train, Kevin?
0: I haven't, but only because I'm injured. The oh, second Friday, Kevin. I am back.
1: Second Friday, back. Will the
0: first feel successful? <laughs> <Let's>. <laughs>
1: The first feels a little showy. Like you're just going to show. Because here's the thing Kevin's going to show up in his singlet, and everybody's going to be like, um. What? <laughs> you're not a wrestler, dude. It's like, I know. Let's bite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, th- well, I think that'll work. But oh, okay. chaosportsgear.com. Check it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll really your raffling. Please do.
0: Back by semi-popular demand. There was like four people. They were like, that guy wasn't bad. We're like, which guy were you talking about? Jams? We're like, maybe. So I'd say that's confirmation. We brought back it, James Partridge. Uh, is there
2: four
1: normal users?
0: Well, it's actually yeah. double the normal amount, which is why we thought we should bring you back. There were two James, of them this week. That's some lofty
1: talk for somebody who was like telling me earlier in the week, all my friends loved it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you're adorable. Look at you. You have like I three fans.
0: 146
1: people from Tokyo
0: downloaded that podcast. So you can <laughs> shut up about. about uh, Those are my friends. There was a,
1: we love you, <laughs> so, Tokyo. We <laughs> love, to you, Tokyo. love you, Tokyo. I have to ask this uh, uh, James, what was one of the funniest reactions you got from. Uh, one of your friends, because, you know, we get protected. Everybody knows, like, we have our fans who tell us things. But you have your inner circle who you're like, I was on the show. What did they say back to you?
2: Uh, I don't know if any of them were funny. My friends aren't that funny. But uh, they all, they were well, everybody thought it was cool that I gave them shout-outs. But uh, that's about it. My friends aren't that funny. I'm the funny one. Like we always make fun of each other, and they're not that good at it.
0: I hope they're not listening. There's a, actually, I hope they hold are. Hold on. Excuse me. I hope me. they are. I hope you are, and you're <laughs> going to comment and explain to us why they're all eye-rolling right now. Everyone, your comment, not mine. They're loving this interjection, because I want to hear your friends be like, yeah. Uh, Jams. Jams is the funny one. It's just that you're probably the best at heel hooks. I don't mean to tell you yeah. this to your face. <laughs> you,
1: might, you might just be... there, Kev, this is a true thing that we need to discuss. A lot of people who, like, lead classes, when they do very good techniques... You ever notice in class when they laugh a little too hard? <laughs> They're just like... <laughs> at the instructors, and it's mostly because the instructor has the power to end their life. Yeah. They're not really funny.
0: I'm so guy, when people man. tell I'm me, they're like, I'm you the got
1: to meet. Yeah. You got to meet this instructor. He's so funny. And I'm like, is he jujitsu funny? Because that's not the Jason yeah, up,
0: of KCBJJ. Boring as fuck as a oh, human yeah. being, but because he's a savage, <laughs> everyone, everyone laughs like crazy.
2: He's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, growing up, uh, my friends used to make fun of me for like, you know, random reasons. And if it was really funny and it hurt my feelings, I would punch him in the arm. And eventually they told me like, Hey, you got to stop doing that. Like, we're not cool with you. Do-. They sat me down one day, like a little intervention told me to stop hitting them in the arm. And ever since then, I've been the funny one. I don't know what it is. I stopped punching them, but I'm the funny one.
1: Well, if that story wasn't evidence enough of why you're the funny one in your local neighborhood, I don't know what will convince people. Hey, speaking of funny and failed mechanisms, this is what I wanted to do all last week. And I hope you enjoy it, because I had this idea that I should have done this last week, and I, I mentioned it as much, but I felt like every time I wanted to say your name, I should have just pressed a sound clip that sounded like... Now, the problem with that is... I needed that to be way more accessible because Michael Jackson says it about 900 times in the song jam, but I just didn't have enough, like, there we go. All right. I'm done. Those of you that, I just know gotta turn Raf... that
2: you got to turn that way up, <laughs> <laughs>
0: those of you at home that know rap, know he was distracted during the last interview as he would be if the guest name was Thriller.
1: You wouldn't be able to have a
0: conversation with that human being.
1: No, no, Kevin. If you put on your Facebook that your name was Thriller, but your name was Brian, (laughs) you're apt to all of this bullshit that I'm supposed to give you. Like Theodore. However, now, uh, let's ask this. Now, sir, did you watch the UFC over the weekend?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it here and
1: there. Did you watch a little bit of it? You weren't more
2: invested. I mean, I got to cover my ends, you know. I'm at a deal going. This is my first degenerate situation.
1: Your first degenerate situation? Jesus. All right. Well, look. Let's decipher that all that much. So you didn't watch the whole card is what I'm ascertaining here now.
2: I I think I missed a couple of the beginning ones.
1: Slept through some
2: boring ones. And uh, I was awake for the big moments.
1: (laughs) How convenient that works. Okay. So let's talk about the biggest moment there is because... Honestly, everything else pales in comparison to me. The fact that this card changed throughout the week, hilarious. The fact that Derek Lewis was like, ooh, girl, my back, Uh, I can't, hilarious. But the biggest thing was, let's talk about Demetrius Johnson's armbar, because we we are jiu-jitsu folk. Now, (laughs) Jams, can you describe what it is without using the word suplex?
0: Same size, right, by the way, Jams, when you're uh, fasting? Or just... Uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah. I made it down to 139 um, just the other day. And then uh, I really wanted to eat. And to be completely honest with you guys, Grappling Industries uh, canceled their OKC tournament this weekend. So I ate. And I went right up to 156. And uh, I'm already back down to 150. I'm going to work my way back down. But I ate so much... So much, put on twenty, like about twenty pounds
0: quick.
1: You put on twenty pounds. What did we? No, Let's no, before not 20, we get Demetrius Johnson, I want, I want to hear a little <laughs> bit that it was on the
0: menu.
2: Um, yeah, back to Demetrius Johnson. I'm totally lost. He, uh he, uh he didn't suplex him, but I don't know. You want me to use the Asian terms?
1: <laughs> hey, listen, you use whatever terms you want, but if you're gonna preface them as Asian uh. terms. I have to tell our audience back in Tokyo that they might want to cover and stay I was just going to say,
0: do we not mention we have an international audience? <laughs> He's now good. <gonna laughs> <head>. no, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't know. We had, I had
2: know. Audience until this I, I did not know Asian was a racist term. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what the 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 term would be. And I don't even remember how he got to the back. Um, but he was behind the guy. And, uh, he had a strong, tight waist. He went to elevate him, to slam him. I'm not using the word suplex. Mm -hmm. And whenever he was in Mm midair, he switched from the waist to, um, I don't know if I would say just a a hook on the arm Mm -hmm. and, uh, threw his legs around the, uh, the body and the head executed a beautiful arm bar. Um, I'm not going to lie. I saw at least 10 people trying it today at Omar's. I mean, it was a really? big hit. Yeah, I mean, it was Omar's fault. He taught uh, some uh, some duck unders, and then on the back, he was like, if you guys want to try it, go ahead and try it. It was pretty cool. Sorry, uh, I, no I had a... Did a, you I, try it, counselor?
1: Do not lie. You are under oath. Did I, you I had lie.
2: a teammate... I had a teammate ask me if we could teach it and I said no I said no you guys uh you guys want to do it come in at six before class and we'll do it but uh I'm not teaching that to class
1: I'm not doing so a follow-up question why do
0: you hate fun <laughs> so yeah the funny guy they're like hey uh we gotta rename jams to the uh shits on everyone's fun guy <laughs> Wait, hold on, Kevin, me...
1: I uh me I up. Think... Hold on, it's all there there we go yeah <laughs> <Damn. laughs>
2: I think uh, I think it would be great to learn uh, for the really advanced guys, but for everybody else, I don't want to waste their time. They don't want me wasting their time, you know.
1: Bullshit! I can't do. I'm it, just saying. I'm now, just listen, exa- so. Why teach would I waste their, their guard pass? Why would I, mean, I waste <laughs> my time with it? Listen, James, if we got into the why would anybody waste their time teaching me a move? then we'd have a really long uh, conversation about hitting my jiu-jitsu <laughs> But I really want to impress something upon this, which is Kevin and I have been the same weight at certain points during our jiu-jitsu tenure. Now, as a result of that, I know Demetrius and this other small dude were able to just, like, pick each other up with no problem. I, in yeah. no circumstances, see myself ever being able to lift Kevin up with the velocity that I need to hit that amazing right. arm bar. Kevin, do you concur with this? I mean...
0: To get my legs flying that far up, you and my yes.
1: chiropractor would have
0: to join forces. <laughs> so
2: safety-wise, I shouldn't even be teaching it, you know? Perfect. But I, I told him, he wants to learn it, so I'm like, hey, come in at 6. Like, classes is at 7, but we come in at, sometimes we come in at 5, sometimes we come in at 6, and we'll just start training before class, and uh, there's no reason we can't do it then.
0: I wanna be super clear. I would not be this lippy if I was in your class. This is a mm. courtesy of the podcast that I wanna It's fifty fifty for me, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, there was a time ref and I were training. I'm not I don't remember even which gym it was during like a haze of gyms. That they did uh walking on your hands as a warm up and it was like Under no circumstances. Am I I walking (laughs) on my hands? (laughs) That's right. That's where I'm going to go ahead and say no. Uh.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they actually do that a lot. And uh, a lot of different Tenth Planet gyms, they do a lot of walking on the hands. I I got my guys every now and then working on cartwheels. Or I used to have my guys working on cartwheels but i i figure like i'll I'll just use that time to have you guys doing jiu warm ups instead of like any other warm up you know what i mean
1: don't get me wrong <clears throat> i see it being applied very well i just know for sure. forget
0: it Under especially for the kiddos they're awesome very so
1: pliable oh for sure scenarios for sure. do i ever see myself being able to do most of those things now it's not that i don't try it's just that i'll look at it and i go oh they have a beautiful cartwheel pass how did they do that oh. all right i think i'll do the mm-hmm. same Put Is my there a point.
0: shoulder tendinitis adjustment that someone could show me <laughs> over on aisle Older? That would be fantastic. Just, but I will say, uh, I
1: started 10th Planet, and I will never forget the first day they looked at me and they said, all right, now do cartwheels down the line. And I was like, what? I, still, I didn't uh, even do uh, cartwheels <laughs> when I was a kid, bro. No, what's not happening? I
2: love it. Yeah, every now and then I'll have That's somebody in chart. class the, and they would just be like, uh, "You, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I have bad shoulders." And I'm like, "Hey, man, whatever, whatever you can do, you know." I'm always just super nice to people. I don't want to make them feel bad.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I
2: will I, say, I'm that, like, I know you can do a fucking cartwheel, but I'm not gonna make you do it. Like, <laughs> well,
1: to be fair, and I have to, I have to expouse this for the bigger guys. It's not to say the bigger guys can't. It's just there yeah. is a bigger guy look when you go. All right, everybody, cartwheels. And they kind of get yeah. that look like, why are you doing this to me? I'm a big guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Jim Belushi and Chris Farley. That's it, dude. Um, I've seen when... some
2: beautiful big guys do some beautiful <laughs> cartwheels.
1: Yeah, no, it, it can happen. It's impressive. Happen. I will tell you, though, for most big guys, and again, I don't know why I'm taking like their perspective because I'm <laughs> just too fat, but I'm not like. The biggest representative (laughs) of them, but I'd like to speak their truth. I just feel like they look when everybody goes, All right, cartwheels, and they go, "Mm, All right, no. (laughs) So Mm. (laughs) that's part of it. But I will say, Kev, and I I don't know that I I ever have mentioned this fully, but when I went to go at 10th Planet warm ups, and it was right in front of Eddie, and I definitely was doing the warm ups, and I swear to God, I was like, I'm going to hit this cartwheel. I'm going to hit this. Nope, abort. (laughs) I'm falling straight Uh, on my face. Happened right in front of Eddie Bravo, so. <laughs> that's Ouch! It. Oh yeah, he knew. He's like, you know, in his head, he's just thinking to himself. He's like, he was he just, aware. He just looked over at me and he's like, I know that like it's hard for you, and that's fine. Yeah. But like, you can try, and and the thing is, everybody, no, come here. I want to like, uh, we gotta break this down, everybody. So there was a forty-minute discussion on why I couldn't do a cartwheel. Anyway, that's not my problem. My problem is. I can't get enough of that armbar. I feel like we need yeah. to appreciate it as jiu-jitsu grapplers. But, Kevin, my question to you, is he the greatest of all time? Question mark. Damn, maybe. He is so good. He just,
0: he, no one in his – he they can't beat him. They just can't beat him. And that was fucking Stunning. That was unbelievable what he did. The way it was a real middle finger to the Dans, I thought too, and I loved it. He might as well have tattooed "fuck you, Dane" on Ray Borg's chest as he took <laughs> he, he took his arm from six to midnight. If, to use a, a covering up an erection term <laughs> that was uh, penned perfectly, and forgetting Sarah Marshall, Demetrius Johnson is he's got to be on the list of the greatest fighters of all time now, especially the defense. Uh, I like the style points I dug it I want him to like call his shot I don't know Raph name name a better fighter
1: um I mean I can name more exciting fighters and that's the hard part that was an exciting finish but we've had to go through a lot of decisions to get to this point where he has now decided very late in the fifth round to be like "Nah, fuck it I'll finish this guy by submission <laughs> So now I'll go over to you, James. So it's a time investment I get it. Okay. Yeah, it's tedious. Yeah. You know what Demetrius Johnson's like? Demetrius Johnson is like when they explain interest to you and banks. And you go, well, why can't I have the interest now? And they go, no, 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 no. You will get your interest in two to five years. No, but I want my money now. No, 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 no. It's all about patience. Just leave it in the bank. That sounds stupid. All right, fine. Return on investment, James, let me ask this. do you believe he's the greatest of all time?
2: Uh, i think I think so, and uh, I also have a question for your listeners. Is he still a white belt? I heard yeah. that uh, I heard that his professor Matt Hume was saying that he's almost ready for his blue belt, but that might have just been a lie. that might have been a fake that might be fake news but um yeah is he still a white belt if so i think he's the greatest white belt of all time
1: let's in discuss MMA. uh I, I, there is a photo circulating though i'm on that record. shows of him not knowing how to tie his white belt so <laughs> jury's looking pretty thin on that uh but kev i'm sorry as you were saying but, uh sincerely and respectfully fuck
0: you he's not a white belt His. <laughs> <He's>, uh <laughs> World-class wrestler and clearly a submission artist of a high caliber.
2: I'm a- just saying, I've seen the guy in a white belt. I've seen him in the gi. I mean, his professor decides what belt he is, not me. It's gonna I'm, have to not, be a, I'm not the guy to get mad at.
0: A 90-pound weight attached to it. Not you. That was in general <laughs> to the idea that he's a white belt. It's just like, what are you talking about? He, he, he competes in mixed martial arts. At the highest know. possible level, and submits me. <laughs> like
2: no ask, way. He puts ask the Matt on. Hume. Maybe Matt Hume isn't impressed with his gi chokes. Maybe, maybe he has okay. a weak <laughs> Ezekiel. <Oops>.
0: He's, <laughs> getting, he's getting tapped by Becky the shopkeeper. <laughs> Another two. It's like he doesn't uh, get
2: how to break grips. Oh Demetrius, know? those yeah. pant grips. Yeah. yeah, maybe pant grips are BJJ. a big problem for him.
1: Oh, he's a fighter? I didn't know that. That's impressive. Okay, James, you brought up something, and I need to impress upon this because, Kev, we're going to steal this idea and make it our own. Awesome. Okay. He said that he doesn't decide what belt he is, but what if we did American Idol style and actually brought out people and voted as America would say to figure out what belt people were? Finally, so, so a reality show I can
0: get behind like a panel of three people. It's like Marcello Garcia. Um, who's somebody older that could be nice and curmudgeony because he's like a good
1: media mage. Let's just say uh, I think Drysdale is pretty good at being a Simon Cowell. The, oh, there we go. And for some so you've reason, got Marcello well, being Paula. You could get and a then British you're person have, in there. If you want then you're going to have Judge accent. Judy because I feel like that's what she does. She doesn't care if she knows the subject or not, and she gets great ratings. So done.
2: Are they just doing like off pass performances or are they bas- basically doing like a belt test for these people?
0: No, I like uh I like they have to roll with like, oh, and today's special guest, Andre Galvão. <laughs> like, oh yeah.
1: And yeah. then
0: and he brought three students, right?
1: Maybe? Yep. I'm, just yep, yep. I'm just pitching. I'm just pitching here. No. There are no bad ideas in the pitch room. So what I want to say is, is you know what they should do, Kevin? They should have the belt in hand and do that thing that professors do when they're kind of like, I don't know.
0: Uh, Looking at you from across the room, not making eye contact with you. Also. Looking a little like something's in there, but you can't quite tell. Yeah. This is uh, early morning Christmas for the Jiu-Jitsu Nerds. I didn't see the fight, but Demetrius Johnson gets the highlight reel of highlight reels, right? They're going to play this on everything for a while.
2: For sure. For sure.
1: So Dana wasn't happy about that, but Dana White reluctantly backstage said, Yeah, I guess he's the fucking best of all time. Whatever the fuck. I fucking hate him. This is also the first time that Demetrius Johnson was given pay-per-view points. So... Congratulations to him. He still didn't make more than Tony Ferguson, but let's talk about this for a second. James, mm-hmm. have you ever had staff the way that Kevin Lee had staff? No, I've never
2: had staff. I've had ringworm a couple times, very annoying, but uh, never had staff. Can you describe- we knew right away. We were looking at it. We were like, what the fuck is on his chest?
1: I want to, like, because Kevin didn't see it, so I need you to describe, in your perspective, what it looked like. And I'll tell you what it looked like to me. Uh,
2: I thought it was like a, I don't know. It was like a nipple without the nipple. It was like, what is this big puffy thing on this guy's chest? It was like a big spider bite. It was nasty.
1: Kevin, he was almost growing his own Quato. And for those of you who don't know what Aquato is, that's essentially from Total Recall. It was just in that phase where the face hasn't emerged yet, but it's going to. And you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to show up in a few minutes. So it was a little gross. But the doctors said, at least the, not the, the, doctor, the, UFC the doctors, me, well, the people from yeah. the Nevada yeah. Athletic State Commission said that they allowed it to go. And my favorite headline of the weekend, and there were many, was them saying, the Nevada Athletic State Commission was standing behind their assessment of letting Kevin, Ferg- or Kevin Lee fight. Now, let's talk about this. There was one submission that happened with Demetrius, but then there was also the Tony Ferguson submission. Uh-huh. Now, Brandon McCathren has very famously put up the uh, description of the triangle, like he was feeding the wrong arm. Can you describe that for us, Jams?
2: Um, I'd have to like I'd have to honestly go back and watch. Um, I thought uh, there was the armbar that he almost hit, and then from there, I don't remember what did he
1: do with the uh, with the triangle.
2: Was it not just a regular push pull triangle? Yeah, it was a.
1: Little, uh, apparently, uh, the the word on the street was that he was doing it the wrong way. It was the but, face uh, in my
0: face <laughs> disgusting a joke. There's nothing worse than if you have something on your chin, which I didn't know until this moment, than
1: someone putting you in a triangle joke. I mean, it does change things, because you have to look at somebody and go, like, ooh, keep away. Like, no amount of rubber guard may be able to, to defend that. But, no, Brandon McCatherine did put out a video trying to say he passed the arm to the wrong side. Uh so Oh yeah, for
2: sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I did that. Um but you know, I'll I teach my I, I know what you're talking about now. So instead of putting the arm on the side where the arm is gonna go against the carotid artery, he put it on the other side so that he could wrap the arm around him and it leaves open space in the neck. But um if you have a guy in a triangle, even if his arm's wrapped around if you grab the back of the head with both hands, and you start to pull into the thigh that you have on his neck, and you start to like push your thigh forward. Like I get the tap there a hundred percent of the time.
1: Interesting. Thank you very much. Just for pulling
2: those. pulling that head into the thigh. Boom. You know, you, and that's what Tony did. Tony just grabbed the back of his head and bullied him.
1: I'm going to go ahead and uh, send those statistics to our math team. And they will be compu-scoring 100% of the time. I just want to make sure I heard that right.
2: All Uh, I had to do was grab Gordon's head and 100% of the time I would have finished that triangle. It is what it is.
1: Thank you very much. We appreciate that. (laughs) Now, when that happens, here's where it gets weird. First of all, Tony Ferguson, who I want to get behind. I am behind. But sometimes he makes it a little hard. For example, over the week, he hit a stone-cold stunner on our good friend, Jeremiah Vance, who's the it's shit. Beautiful. It was beautiful. okay. It was not the best stunner, if I'm being honest, because I think it's important to really discuss technique. Now, I also was a little displeased with Jeremiah's cell, but I told him we'll, we'll discuss it a little bit later, and he agreed. Here's my issue though. <laughs> When he gets on the microphone, and I feel like Tony Ferguson, the same Tony Ferguson that we all laughed and said, I will ankle pick you, which Mm -hmm. Polaris, then started calling Conor McGregor McNugget, which, Kevin, on our scale of trash talk, where does that fall for you? Uh, On a line stole
0: from Superbad, a great comedy about the sexual coming age of youth not fantastic in 2017s like it's just McNugget is sort of
1: uh, I think it's I think it's a little weak but I like the attempt I think that's the idea behind it so you know that Tony feels like he has to sell the next fight and so he keeps saying these statements that have that kind of like bully who thinks that they like did a really good one-liner And the rest of their crew is just kind of like, Like, Uh, this time I won't have chin herpes. See you there. (laughs) (laughs) Now on the other side, you had Khabib who actually sent a very classy note over uh, to Tony Ferguson congratulating him. And then he put a hashtag December. However, Dana was saying that now the only thing that makes sense is for us to unify the interim title, which was just made for bullshit reasons, for one episode of a UFC, so why the fuck did we do an interim title if we're going to unify it in two months?
0: The UFC loves it. they love interim titles. Hey, hold on, James, mm, w- would you say, like? Hey, I'm just saying, would you like an uh, interim I, title?
2: I think I think it. Uh, <laughs> I think it has more to do with Connor. I think Connor's like you know, if I'm gonna fight this kid, give him a fucking belt. Like, he's a nobody. Give him a belt, and then I'll fight him.
0: Wow interesting. I know
2: Tony. You don't I'm a th- huge Tony fan, but I think his stock, he needed a belt before Connor would fight him. That's the way I look at it.
0: Timeout. You don't think Connor's trying to become uh, the starting running back for the Minnesota Vikings this week? <laughs> <laughs> crossing I have genres. no
2: idea. You heard they were have looking no for idea what slot said, back but...
0: for third downs? He's like, I'm
1: quick. Why the, the fuck not? <laughs> I want to, a, a quick time out. Everybody here, Kevin is speaking as if he has some sort of acumen at knowing things in football his fantasy football league record determined that to be a lie
0: this has nothing to do with what was quite frankly a momentum building pun i thought and here you go and you just sweep me back into the dust rugs as the as though the eight inches of snow weren't enough to wake up to it's gotten cold on the podcast also
1: next fight I i don't know no, I, but here's why I want to stick on this, because Dana White was saying, for sure now, the move that's going to happen is we are going to unify the titles. My issue, though, is I'll cool. believe it when I hear it from the source. Yeah. Well, you also,
0: Raph, have to admit, you don't love interim titles, especially with the, uh, how do we say, medium amount of seriousness
1: the UFC has treated it with? I want to bring this up, which is very simple. If you're Demetrius Johnson, you're looking at that interim title and being like, fuck you, bigger guys. But Demetrius now has gotten to this point where he, like, I think he understands, like, my disrespect is actually my new career. And I think he's running with it. And I think he's enjoying the fact that you get people like Joe Rogan who get to call you the greatest of all time. So uh, that's a really good thing to have on air. So he does have that going for him. Tony Ferguson has worked incredibly hard. Uh, you know, some awkward promos aside and and, and somewhat bitchiness, which I, I would chalk up to some weight cut. I mean he's an excellent fighter. Excellent, excellent fighter. Him and Connor makes sense. And it does sound like something we would get ready to see. I and I, to I think we're excited to see. However, I know Dana has proclaimed things with Connor in the past that they're gonna happen, and then they don't. So, I'm waiting to hear Connor say it himself, which is the most roundabout of ways I think an organization can work. Because if James is correct and Connor was the one that looked at Dana and goes, Give Mother my title and then I'll fight him, then I, <laughs> I think we're that, in for something way. hilarious. That's <laughs> what I hope happened. That's the one if, I want. Honestly, if you
2: think about it, I think that's exactly how it went down. It, because not only. Did they say, Okay, we're not gonna try to make Demetrius Johnson like the greatest fighter of all time, the focus of this, which should have been the main story. What they did instead was like, Hey, we're setting up the Connor fight, so Tony's the main event. Not even a real title fight, but this interim title, so Tony's the main event, like honestly, that's complete bullshit, unless they're setting up the title for him to fight Connor. That's the only reason I'd have them as the main event instead of Demetrius Johnson, one of the greatest of all time, you know? Can
1: I pose this here? First of all, I love that caveat. Yeah. Second, he's. I really cool. w- I'm in on his theories,
0: by the way, Raph. we got to bring him in on our next uh, true crime MMA podcast. Of course. Live. My Get issue deep. here.
1: Relax there. <laughs> let's, let's go real, real basic on this, which is. I want to go ahead and present to you guys the fact that I know I say this consistently, but everything is wrestling. The way that we say we're going to put a title on this guy reeks of Vince McMahon. So when you guys act holier than thou, that the WWE does not have influence on our beloved sport of MMA, you are only kidding yourself oh my god kev
0: the indignant wrestling fan is my new favorite
1: character of yours <laughs> <laughs> the person hold on i gotta i gotta really hold on i can't just be <laughs> this i have to come up with this a voice is great part.
0: not only <laughs> try and rub it to be like so when you shame us and our millions of viewers every monday night uh, so let me
1: see hold on let me see what i got for you kev i'll i'll, I'll give you the the character that you want okay. Uh, I feel he's got to be, you know, uh, James. Give me some character development. What what it would be a good set of traits for this character to have?
2: Mm, Colorado, so doesn't shower often.
1: First okay, of all, I'm in Colorado. Mm-hmm. He's in L.A. But I'm embodying a oh. character. That is, is Kevin is calling, I'm sorry, the indignant pro wrestling fan. You've is that already started. Uh. You said the next
0: time you guys talk smack, and you, you went into a defensive tone about your sport. Like about it so not being real, which I is the only thing we're indignant about. It's
1: not even that, Kevin. I want you to understand that the fact that I'm not the one saying it, it's James and you agreeing with him. In the fact that we're putting titles on people and screwing people out of the top spot, which is what happens weekly on a soap (laughs) opera. So all I'm doing is pointing out the very clear things that happen. It's called a pattern, Kevin. Now, I know you were the person that put the triangle into the square when you were a child, but I feel like this is an important there. And I told you that in confidence. First
0: of all, second of all. (laughs) I believe you that the WWE is a a forward-thinking model. I still uh, would just like to point out, it is is it theater? Is it not?
1: It's definitely somewhere in between. I would like to say, Kevin, that it (laughs) it is infallible that you would make any of these accusations. I guess I'm doing comic book guy is what it is, but it's not too far off.
2: Yeah. Well, glasses, slightly overweight, stays at home with his mom. So I like that, I was about I'm to say two out of three so far. Right before
1: Hello. Halloween,
0: if you want to really <laughs> impress verbal tap fans, uh, embody Rass's new character, do the, <laughs> please, do the voice. Everybody,
1: I would like it if you could please not refer to me as the indignant pro wrestling fan. That would be great. All right, let's get That's back saying. to business. You'll All right, see. Kevin. Now, I know we talked a little bit about Dana White, and I actually want to say one more thing before we transition here, because this is important. But uh, Kevin Lee talked a lot of shit about Daniel Cormier having the Cormier cry face. James, what happened when Daniel Lee, or I'm sorry, Kevin Lee, lost
2: well, like, immediately, whenever he lost, my friend was like, I bet that bitch is crying. I bet he's crying. And they <laughs> zoomed to him, and he was crying. And my friend's like, I knew it. He's crying. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, that happened. It happens.
0: It People
1: does This is a good lesson for everyone, really. It does. But it is a good it reminder happens. that, like, the Internet is undefeated when it comes yeah. to remembering <laughs> when you talk shit. So... You know, I mean, I get it. It's fun. Everybody has a fun time. But the hardest part about heartbreaking losses is you do kind of make things worse for yourself when you then have your loss like that. So, uh, yeah. anyway, there we have it.
2: Yeah, lose, lose behind closed doors like that. Like, whenever you lose, yeah, it's hard. But, like, right then, you know, suck it up. And, uh you know, in my... Uh, not my own words somebody else's words act like you've been there before whenever you win in when you lose and then whenever you want to Break down you do that somewhere else where all your fans aren't looking at you I
1: feel That's like the opinion. first person who told me act like you've been there before Was just telling me to like get comfortable like hey ref relax. Uh, Yeah, shoes, yeah, yeah put on some sweatpants. You're good. And I was like, oh, is that not what we mean? Cuz uh, <laughs> okay, we just take it very different places um, Kevin. In all
2: places in life, act like you've been there before.
1: <laughs> now, Kevin, here's where I, I think we need to zero in on some focus, which is this. Did you hear what Dana White was thinking over the weekend? He was a little upset at something. No. Okay. I was moving. Do you know what happened here, our good friend, James. No,
2: I don't listen to old Baldwin. men. <laughs>
1: All right, (laughs) what a weird thing to discriminate on, old bald men. Yeah,
2: I stay away from old bald men.
1: All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get to this then. (laughs) I'll explain it to you guys. Here's the scenario. Dana White has a tragedy happen in Las Vegas. Everybody hates that this happened, but it happened. And so the UFC wanted to do the right thing by getting behind their community and getting people there. So they invited 1,500 first responders and survivors from the Mandalay Bay shootings. And so there's a groundswell of a week after that event, the UFC is going to put this event together. And it was a little uneasy for Press Row, but they went on and they trudged on. It was a little uneasy for the fighters, but they went on and they trudged on. And you got to imagine it was uneasy for the fans Who probably were worried about security measures. But everything was going great, Kev. Now, you may have noticed that Everlast, uh, the singer, did a performance of, I believe, America the Beautiful. Right?
0: Uh, Is that a different take? Yeah, yeah. Or is that America (laughs) the Beautiful you just are thinking? Because if it was, I believe, America the Beautiful, and they comboed it with Beavers (laughs) I believe I'm in.
1: It's definitely going to be, I believe I can fly, but also America the Beautiful (laughs) just did one giant smash hit. It's really uplifting. You got to hear it.
0: You're not, you won't believe it if we do it. You just have to see it live. You have to trust it. What you have to do
1: is you have to hit the woo at every part of it. So it's the secret to the R. Kelly singing, which, all right, let's keep going here. So the scene's beautiful, Everlast sings, and everybody's super happy. Except for one thing, Kevin. What? Dana White tells TMZ Sports, Hey, fuck Jason Aldean. Now, you ask yourself, why would he say fuck Jason Aldean? Well, Jason Aldean had a really fucking rough week, if we're being honest. And uh, unfortunately had to sit through a a series of things that happened at a concert that I'm sure he's feeling some self-grief over. So Dana White and the people from the UFC were reaching out to Aldine and his people to come perform the national anthem at the UFC. Now, clearly, you got Everlast singing America the Beautiful, a.k.a. I Believe I Can Fly, Remix Edition. So, okay, something happened here, Kev. Do you know what the story is? No, wait, I'll tell you. This
0: is exquisite, though, by the way. I I can't believe we waited until... The thirty-four minute
1: marker of this to get here. This is unbelievable. This is the heavy part. Now we get to the part where Dana White. This is crazy. This Dana White insane person getting in a fight. Touch with Aldine's people. Okay, and they say that Aldine is still emotionally rocked from the entire events, which understandable because guess what? That shit would shake any of us up, except for one thing. That night, Jason Aldean appeared on Saturday Night Live. Now, the UFC on Pacific Time is going to end at 10 p.m. Now, and I'm sure this would get back to him either way or not, East Coast or not, now they're doing their live tapings, which says that the UFC is still going on while SNL premieres at 8.30 Pacific Time, an hour and a half before... The event is fully over. We see at the top of SNL. Jason Aldean. At the cold open of SNL. Singing Tom Petty's. I won't back down. Now. Dana White. Goes ballistic Kevin. So we have this beautiful moment. That's set up at the UFC. With Everlast singing America the Beautiful. We have. Jason Aldean. To basically critical acclaim, everybody saying, wow, that's amazing that he got the opportunity to open SNL. Uh, Except the one guy, that one guy's name is Dana White, who then goes off and is like, what the fuck? This is some fucking bullshit. Fuck you, Jason Aldean. Don't you ever come back to fucking Vegas. Now, literally said those words, maybe adjusted a couple, but yes, said stay the fuck out of Vegas. To the guy who, by the way, was shot at the previous week before is now thinking it's a good time to threaten him because that sounds like a threat so dana (laughs) took this beautiful moment that he put together for 1500 first responders and survivors and then just fucking pissed it all away that my friends is the story of what happened now kev ask me if it gets better how could it get better does it get better? It does get better. I mean, it gets worse in the sense that uh, Dana didn't get what he wanted. However, it gets better in the sense that Dana doesn't stop there. Perfect. He gets even more pissed, not just at Aldine, but at the entire genre of country music. Now, guys, I've said this on the show before. I'm not a big fan of country music, but I think last week we were all country music fans. Okay. Because you know what
0: you are a big fan of? Going to concerts, (laughs) which is
1: awesome. I love going to concerts.
0: Hold on. I'm still trying to wrap my head around
1: the Aldine thing.
0: So it's not like Jason Aldine was like, yes, I'll do it, but hold on. And then he was just like, hey, he's still a little emotionally shaken. Because he didn't go on and sing the national anthem, by the way, (laughs) to get a UFC card featuring Ferguson and Kevin Lee, which, as Jams pointed out, fine. Um mm. uh, is booked on SNL. Picks a fight with
1: him. Unbelievable. Now, now, Kevin. Here's where we Don't start to get a little old
0: Baldwin. I'm
1: just a saying. little questionable because this. why would he do that? Now, Dana White's blaming his people, but then doubles down on the like, "fuck you, Jason Aldean, Which, okay, that's what Dana does. But it's weird in the sense that, well, let's consider the evidence. Maybe Aldine figured he could say his message, and he could have uh, time to say a few words. And he would have a huge audience in the SNL side. He would have more than 10 million people watching, being able to understand his message of unity and hope, except from Dana White, who's like, fuck unity now. So now, when I say it gets better, Kevin, it's because when Dana wages a war, he said that he reached out to every possible country music artist he could possibly think of, which I don't know how many he knows. But... They said they reached out to a number of country music artists and then said, these people don't even fucking care about their own kind. They won't come here and sing for me and I don't fucking get it. And you know what, Kevin, with a response like that and telling someone to stay the fuck out of Vegas, I wonder why they couldn't book. Someone from the country music side to come perform for them. It's crazy.
0: I also have first hand second hand knowledge of the u f c press corps, and that sounds exactly like how they treat people uh from time, to <sighs> time.
1: uh now yeah, I did... heard a question in the background yes james yeah
2: where do they uh where do they film SNL?
1: they film it in New York, so yeah, yeah
2: New York is pretty far away from Vegas. I figure all of them want to stay the fuck out of Vegas. It's pretty dangerous over there right now.
1: You would say that, <laughs> but guess yeah. what? Aldine didn't take Dana's advice because just this afternoon, he arrived in Vegas to go visit with some of the survivors and to go back to uh, the area to, to, I guess, bond and... and Pay his respects, and I, I don't know exactly what you do in those moments Sounds because like it's confusing. Jason Aldean also there. doesn't
0: listen to old bald men, so I hey, yeah, there it is, yeah. So, Did anyway, Dana go
1: out there and kick his ass. Uh, I'm gonna guess not. <laughs> hey, you uh, know, that's how it goes, but he arrives in this.
0: his Lamborghini. Where's Aldean? Point him to me. Like, who are you? Where the fuck
1: is Aldi? Bring him to me. We're not even the same fucking weight class, but I'm going to fucking make him fucking feel my fucking face. So I guess what I want to say to you guys is this. This is UFC PR 101 of how to ruin a beautiful moment because I think everybody agreed the SNL thing was handled very well. The UFC thing was handled very well. And then we found out what happened behind the scenes. And it wasn't like Dana picked any outlet to go to. He went to TMZ Sports, which is basically like saying, you go tell them, fuck that guy, to his wide <laughs> audience. So that is the story I have for you.
0: He does that when Fox won't carry it. Fox News is always in the Dana corner when they're like, oh, that's too crazy. You know, that's when they're like, have you, talk, have you called TMZ? They'll put that on air. They'll put anything uh, on air.
1: I don't, I mean, I couldn't, I did go through this reaction. At first, I said, I can't believe Dana saying this. And then I go, actually, I can. And again, let's be very clear bringing in 1,500 people to a UFC event, super cool. I think that's amazing. That's the type of thing you hope the UFC does because Dana White yeah, famously Vegas. said this week he was saying, he's like, don't give to GoFundMe's. He was telling people, the UFC donated a million dollars. All super great and positive things. And then he does this. So... Such an that's answer. my story.
0: Okay. All right. this, anything else unbelievable. to discuss? <laughs> no, I don't have the... anything. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm stunned by that. This could be bad for him. As, a, as in, he doesn't own the UFC anymore, and the crazier he gets, sometimes it's like... Huh, well we replaced who was that guy? Goldfinger? No?
1: Don't care. We replaced him. God. So uh, I don't know, Kev. I mean, I think we've just gotten so used to Dana White that we just kinda go, eh. I White's mean like the thing by Harvey Weinstein got busted for a whole bunch of fucking sexual shit. And yeah. I feel like Dana's like, Hey, thanks, buddy. I really needed that one. So, there's that. Uh, James, I, I noticed that you're a little quiet now. How are you processing all this information? I know it's new to you. Because yeah, I
2: had no Dana. idea. <clears throat> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to find ways to make fun of Dana White later to my friends.
1: Oh, you'll have plenty <laughs> of reasons. Dana never stops giving yeah. us reason to make fun of him. Uh, but this, this was a was particularly fine. bad episode uh, that I think we're going uh, it's, to... It's a, it's a tough bummer. Uh, I guess is what I say. want to see his but, approval ratings.
0: <laughs> I want to see the data white, like
1: fighters only approval. Definitely ratings. still highter than Trump's. if I'm being So honest.
0: far, Jam seems like a better candidate. I don't know. He's done this a few times, right? Uh,
2: yeah. I, mean, I, I feel like he should at least know, like, get mad behind closed doors. Like, why are you bringing this to surface at all? Like, yeah, Jason Aldean dissed you. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs>
1: I guess it's just a weird thing to really put it out. It's (laughs) a weird thing to put it out there. Like, people are going to take not Jason Aldean's side this week.
2: Yeah, he got shot at. Like, anything he does for the next year is okay. Like, now Dana just looks like a little girl.
1: And the dumbest part about it is to go up against the whole realm of country music. Like, I make jokes about country music a lot. But to make them not happy with you uh, in a very aggressive manner and put them all on blast like they're not willing to represent their country. If you know a few things about uh, country music, it's that um, they don't take kindly to uh, being yeah. told they're not super American. So
2: I guys. agree. I'm a huge fan of uh, what is that, Taylor Swift. Yeah, mm-hmm. She's my favorite country singer. She, I think she's the best.
0: He's, he's <sighs> just trying to be inflammatory now. We a terrible know, human being we all know she announced she's a pop artist now but yep. i get yep. it there's crossover yep. appeal yep. especially her older stuff to hear drops on my guitar we've gone slightly off the rails uh but that's it jams is done let's
1: uh end the podcast and get out of here <laughs> i don't think he's done kev i think he's still he's hang- hanging around and i like having him around no. i love <laughs> popping all set i think that's so much fun Uh, but, um, there's something else. Like, I feel like what, what were we supposed to do, James? What else? I feel like there was something else we were supposed to do.
2: Um, I think, I mean, not, it's not surprising, but I'm pretty sure a purple belt lost to another brown belt. (laughs) It happens. It happens. Hmm. Um, I think Kevin is supposed to talk to us about his favorite belt.
1: Oh God. Okay. Okay. Now, first of all, you're leading. Okay. And I don't feel that that's a good thing to do. We haven't revealed the results and I'm tabulating them as we speak. I just want to make sure I've got my uh, Westing price powerhouse firm and they are confirming the results. Kevin, do you have anything to say before we reveal the results? It feels rigged. Um, uh,
0: rigged? No. has the FBI been... Do you like there? all
2: those draws I got called in? Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I could use a few less of those. <laughs> maybe, maybe a few more that came in on my there was, side.
2: There was, there was actually one fight where I was losing, and all of a sudden it got called a draw. I was so happy. <laughs> For
1: fuck's sake! And, and we should go. No, there were two draws yeah. on this one, which I don't think is... Happened before and I'm not going to look it up Because it's too boring of a statistic uh, Alright Kevin you said your piece Do you have any further trash talk that you'd like to say Before we reveal the result
0: No I think in victory
1: mm. or defeat Raf,
0: I, I want to be Super clear on my record I think it's important to uh, You know stay Respectful at all times That's usually Is important. it important to act like you've been there yeah, Exactly yeah you mm, want to have okay. a real Constitution about you
1: Excellent, excellent. And, and James, do you have any uh, final words before we go?
0: Nope, I'm all ears. All
1: right, let's. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and reveal. The winner of this installment of Over Under Kevin is none other than. <laughs> no, kids, let's call the call back. All right. Um,. James, you won. And it's it's a little sad for this following reason. Like I usually take a lot of glee out of Kevin's losses. But this one's sad for the mere fact that this had so many disruptions to the card. First of all, Derek Lewis out. And he gave up the McRib, guys, which was devastating to me. Then uh <laughs> William Reese or who the fuck stepped in? Uh, it's a go fight. Fabricio Verdun. Walt Harris, Walt thank Harris, you. you. Yeah. Walt Harris shows up uh, to go ahead and give a scrimmage to Fabricio <laughs> Verdun is essentially what happened. I, I don't it's think terrible. I've seen Fabricio get happier that he made super quick money with a really easy armbar that it looked like. Yeah. okay.
2: He was smiling during the submission. It was insane. Yeah, and I mean,
1: he does that weird Joker face to begin with, but yeah. whatever. So the reason why it's hard for me to get excited about this, just in terms of gleefulness for Kevin, is um, you know there was like all these fights that changed. Nick Lentz went out for some medical reasons, and then uh, you know some fights got canceled, and then to really really fuck with UFC over under Kevin fate. There were two draws. So, I mean, you lost, and there's not any getting around it.
0: On the world's weirdest card, it was like
1: three to two. What was the score? Uh, you what? lost by two. Yeah. I mean, it was like seven to <laughs> five. So, you know.
0: It, I'm just saying, we're, we weren't. Uh, I was on a Patriots like run. And I'm, mm. unlike them, I'm not on that type of decline yet. This was very close. This was like losing to the Chiefs. Uh, I'd like to go
1: ahead was. and point out again, it sounds like Kevin is asserting football knowledge, which we cannot uh, emphasize this greatly. We cannot say he has any. And it would feel better if he had some UFC knowledge or mixed martial arts knowledge, but we have proven otherwise as well. Now, uh, James... What do you have to say to your your opponent? You have been famous for saying "act like you've been there before." Are you going to take the classy route, or are you going to take the Tony Ferguson route? That is my my thing to you, sir. Uh,
2: I think uh, Kevin. I think you did a good job. I, nobody's surprised again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not your fault. It's the color of your belt. You know. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. So, that's deep okay Kevin your response
0: yeah I, the, for the things I'm gonna say about black belts for the things I have to say about every other belt uh, except Brown I apologize you know this this loss hits home I was depending on Dunham to not be a Darius I thought <laughs> Pearl had something deep that we were gonna go places and where is Lewis helping me out with some things um, there's you know there's people I need to talk to. Uh, latest, I put my faith in you. Where you at, man? I'm okay, right? Well,
1: you know, uh, James, do you have? And where are you going? Why are you creating all of the sound effects that
2: come on the soundboard? Sorry, so I had to. I had to go pick up my wife. We just got home, so I had to let the dogs out and let them in the backyard. So I let the dogs out. <laughs>
1: Wow. We question finally answer. answered that question <laughs> after 15 years of not getting anywhere. Maybe oh. the reason
0: they didn't answer it in the
1: song is for copyright infringement. I just want to yeah, Michael Jackson. I need to really stay back here on this and wonder how is he the funny one? I just, I know we started off with this. And it's. Just, I really, I try I to, really to dumb it down. I try to dumb it it down on here. Don't you dare insult our audience, which may or may not be offended by your racism. Tokyo, we love you. Uh, All right. James, what advice do you have to Kevin going forward? Because, again, like any good competitor, you should give advice to uh, somebody who... I mean, Kevin's in week in, week out, and he loses a lot, and you broke his streak. When best? Which, the thing is, you break the streak, you might have actually broke him. So... (laughs) What's your advice, Kevin? Jim?
2: I got I got advice for you. Uh, you know this, as you uh, you did steal my pick of Demetrius Johnson. Cheat more. You know, if you start stealing more picks, have have your guests give their picks first. That way
1: oh, you can yeah. pick their picks. That. I don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. But good theory. Well, um, if you have, can't cheat more, I have, have,
2: have nothing for you, Kevin. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Time okay. in It helps Pay your dues Lose wow.
1: often <laughs> Wow That's that's the I, You know some, I will say Some of
0: this advice Has started to suck Rep But I, I get where he's going I like In the,
1: uh, the 60-ish <laughs> times That we've done Over under Kevin This might have been The like Lose often Kevin that, I think that might have been The harshest one I've heard
2: Yeah If you keep losing
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: Eventually you'll get used to it
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: i'm not responding i'm done with this interview
1: that's fair well listen to this uh james you're looking to go ahead and compete over with us at uh, the beautiful anaheim uh which unfortunately I, i must say this real quick i know it seems like we have bad news all the time in the news uh anaheim i hope you guys are okay there's a whole bunch of ash out there right now It's terrible. Some fires are happening. So I hope everybody is safe if you are hearing this out there. Yeah, there's no good day to look at the news, my friend. It's mostly a lot of... I feel like it just keeps coming in, and
2: then we forget about the last thing, and it keeps coming in, and you forget about the last thing before that. It's crazy.
1: Which is why the unfortunate part of our benefit is knowing there's one consistent that we can always depend on, which is Dana White. Being batshit crazy, no matter what the circumstances. God bless you, Dana White. Thank you for letting us have a moment of just laughing in a very tense time in all of our lives. So we, we appreciate that. All right, all right, James. So you're looking to compete there. Uh, where can people reach out to you if you're looking for what? Privates, seminars, if they want to donate to you, making an on out to California, because it's expensive. And Anaheim is in the Orange County area otherwise known as OC which uh it's pretty Benny so uh where can people get a hold of you for all that stuff sir
2: yeah thanks for uh, again thank you to everybody that has already donated and if you do want to donate uh just message me on facebook facebook has this cool thing that I learned about just recently from getting these donations uh you can just send me money through the messenger it's a pretty cool little link uh so just hit me up uh, it's James without the E, so James, A-M-S, and then Partridge, Partridge, it's P-A-R-T-R-I-D-G-E. Thank you, guys.
1: <laughs> I feel at the very end of that, Kev, it sounded like he was giving a speech. <laughs>
2: yeah, for sure. <laughs> like
1: an <informative> I, uh... <laughs> speech, just like, and by the way, that is how you make tacos.
2: Right? <laughs> I... I had to say a a speech for like I was a fifth grade president at my school or something and I didn't know how to end it and I thought it would be cool to just say peace out. So I did it and then I won. (laughs) My teacher was not happy, but I said it and I won and it was great.
1: First of all, I want to go back and see the uh, campaign ads that you were running and then (laughs) the campaigns ads that were running against you in fifth grade. And second of all, I actually, no lie, I have won tournaments in speech. By yelling out, Pisha, A-Town! And I would leave, and I won. So <laughs> nice. I felt very, very proud of that. So I, I understand. It works. It works. You know, if you sell it and you act like you've been there before, yeah, you just can't yeah. win. Unless you're Kevin. Which, again, rude to say. Yeah. I know. He'll uh, get Kevin... used
2: to loser. It's
1: okay. <laughs> All right. Kevin, do you have any departing words for James? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, James, here's what I'm, I'm going to tell you. You're a delight. I'm so glad that you are exactly as advertised. You're a lot of fun to talk to. Um, you know, we've been fans of your work, and so we, more than anything on the show, we like uh, athletes to have opportunities. So we we always want to see those people that we see grinding and teaching and being such a resource for others, uh, getting their shots to come on out here and compete. So we very much look forward to seeing you out here, uh, in December and know that if I'm coaching against you, it's because <laughs> I have to. And so that's about it. Other than that, I kind of wish you well. Thank you. And, uh,
2: if you're coaching against me, I hope your teammate knows it's to help me cheat. Um, so I really appreciate all your guys' help and, uh, I hope to see you out there soon.
1: I, I think, and, team uh, team I hope to like,
2: see yeah. you in, uh, sorry i hope to see you up in uh, colorado too kevin i'll give you some oh, pointers well. up there
1: boom i'll take those pointers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was really sweet at the end kev you really brought it home oh right. <laughs> well you know what i think there's no better way to end the interview than right there ladies and gentlemen hold on wait i didn't prep this one so hold on you gotta, hit that. You gotta wait for it there we go Sorry. I can't play anymore. Otherwise, we have to pay for the fucking song. So, this is Joe and James Bartridge.
0: <laughs> Wrath finally broken. And I, I think it's, you know, I'm just feeling really good about how I've been able to keep my head high about this. Mm. You know, that's It's that's no different strength.
1: than. The normal way you react every... I think Tuesday is when ESPN has its finalized fantasy football rankings. fuck's sake, this is the worst. It's not the worst. Your record is the worst. My record is not bad. I want to see... Let me go make sure I won tonight. What I don't Um, like
0: is the historical comparisons that this invites. It hasn't been going well. What?
1: No. It hasn't been going well. No. You know, Kevin... History is a way of repeating itself if you're just dumb enough not to learn from it. And, you know, I mean, that's kind of – and I won. Oh, okay. No big deal. It's fine. Good for me. No one, okay. Fine. Okay. But let me, let me point out something here. I feel like I should stay on this. But I, okay. Okay. We have a couple quick roundabout things that we need to address. One. I don't Rashad Evans talk about football. Oh, <laughs> Rashad <laughs> Evans says that Demi Lovato is rolling like she's training for a fight. I think she is.
0: I hope so, man. The way she she's got the eye of the tiger and the girl knows what it takes to be a star.
1: Now, ABCC
0: 2019 sleeper.
1: This is something that is interesting uh, Felipe Pena says that he's still waiting for Gordon Ryan to accept his geeky challenge. We're all waiting, Felipe. But Absolutely. everyone knows,
0: you know, Gordon's a very fragile, fragile, delicate peach of a fighter. So you know, give him time.
1: Now, Kevin, this is the one I've been waiting all week to tell you. Hair color wise, is a peach. Yeah, but <clears throat> Carlos Condit has booked a fight again.
0: What? This is Go. outstanding. This is the m- <laughs> second most upset I've been about you not telling me something earlier on this podcast.
1: I mean, I put it on the Facebook page, so like I
0: was moving.
1: I <laughs> I have <am> not been. <laughs> <man. laughs> Kevin's favorite excuse to use for the next two years is going to (laughs) be, I was (laughs) moving.
0: It was so cold that first night. You know, it's been like six months later.
1: Okay. Now, I I understand you have a celebratory sort of thing about you, uh, a vibe, a je de vivre is what the French people, I think, say. But do you want to know who he's fighting? Uh, uh, Yeah. No, I do. Okay. Um, what if I were to say we are like, uh, like one degree of Kevin Bacon away from this fighter? Um, like we know one person in between this guy. You might say that we were supposed to train with him, but we trained with somebody else the last time I visited in the Colorado. Is he maybe fighting Neil Magny? He is fighting at UFC 219 against Neil Magny, who is besties with our bestie, Drew Dober.
0: We see Neil Magny when we went to the tournament that day. He,
1: That's yeah. going to be a good fight. That's going to be an awesome this fight. That's a great fight. Awesome. Now, <laughs> Fantastic he, news. Here's some sad news, Kevin. It appears, though, that, that Carlos Conda in his time off because he hasn't been an active fighter. Uh, he's been taking some audit and jobs. What does that mean? I, I think he's been working some civilian jobs.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So there's kind of this press row. I don't know how much to take stock in it. Or if it's supposed to be one of those. like Grab yourselves by the bootstraps. And go do that thing. Uh, but I thought I read somewhere. Orthodontist or something like that. That he was helping out with. But. It is a true, true true blessing that we get Carlos Condit back because, you know, Carlos Condit has worked really hard in the UFC. And as a fighter, he he deserves better than this. So uh, I, for one, am glad he's back. We had gotten so worried that he was going to be done. But it looks like we get him at least for one more fight, Kevin. Hopefully more. Unbelievable news. I'm excited to see him fight. That's going to be awesome.
0: Especially Neil Magny. That's a fun matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been out without conduct for a while. Good press recap, Raph. Mm-hmm. Way to bring a little bit of news to this thing.
1: that Because we got to surprise the audience, Kevin.
0: <laughs> the you get
1: to game. this part and you think, oh, we're going to name some people Big who I don't name. even know. <laughs> uh, is it going to be fucking the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club again? Oh. Consider
0: yourselves rocked. Hmm. Little little round recap at the end. I, I like this. It's this a good format for us. Start a little sketch uh, and yell at each other about, I don't even remember, something about football throughout the thing. I don't. Um, it's consistently that you're losing is what we were talking about. <laughs> losing and lost, one might say, if they were. Uh, mm-hmm. To pontificate sure. about what happened, which I don't do. I'm not a pontificator. Typically, That's says the guy with the podcast spends at least an hour mm-hmm. and a half. Pontificating to you people listening right now, which is insane. Whoa, it's time for some shout outs. Three?
1: What? Uh, Damn, you're one in three? You did win this week, though. I'm starting slow. Right, wow, yeah. You're two and three yeah. now. Good. For you I
0: started Nelson Aguilar. It was genius. I need him to come up <laughs> massive because uh, Julio has
1: <laughs> Mississippied
0: me. So. It's all right great. let's move on it's time for shout outs <laughs> That'll do it for <laughs> us. i want to talk about two men in a truck specifically i want to talk about the job zach and andy did moving us raf they took from the fourth floor they had us out of the apartment in two hours 37 minutes into the house an hour and 29 minutes later that's that's just fast work it was a total of four and a half hours Right there in that that neighborhood, just crushed it. That is uh, my shout out for the week. Uh, my girlfriend also did very well with the move, uh, mostly because she talked me
1: into hiring them. Good for you. Good. Good. Uh, okay. Well, let's start here. Uh, I want to thank all of you this week. <laughs> Uh, You guys were very, very sweet in all of your tagging of the walls of Jericho. And then, you know, the spirit moved us. We made a little video. And myself and Joey House from the Los Angeles Jiu-Jitsu Club put together a tutorial as a thank you uh, that shows you guys how to not only use the Boston Crab in your MMA and grappling needs, uh, but also I think taught you a lot about fighting. Kevin, did you learn from that video? I would say I left that
0: video thinking, God, as soon as I recover, I'm ready to get in the MMA cage and mm-hmm. fight people. That's just how I mm-hmm. felt at the video. Yeah. And I talked to only 38 other people that felt the same way. So we do not I, I can't say for sure if that's yeah. how everybody
1: felt. Uh, there was also a great moment where I think you got to see uh, a lot of people who... Uh, at one point, somebody was saying it really bums me out that people aren't talking about how to use your core more because the guy, when he did the thumbs up was really using your core. A lot of people he goes, yeah, I I use it on people with weak cores all the time. And I was like, whoa, 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 he's there buddy. Watch.
0: uh, We don't need to be calling people out with their weak cores. Like that's a sensitive topic for a lot of people. Thank you. I mean, as
1: a weak cord individual, Uh, but listen, preaching to the choir. Uh, but that's also a nice shout out to our good friend, Uh, Nate Harris. Nate Harris has a movement called Shirts Are a Jail Cell. He was supposed to be the official sponsor of ADCC, of the competitors who went ADCC style. However, we didn't have anybody who did that. So I was really excited to show you guys a t-shirt, but we can't. But if you guys want to find out more, you can follow Nasty Nate Harris on Instagram. He's very funny. He's very against shirts for some strange reason. And then Again, for another strange reason, he's selling shirts that say shirts shirts are a jail cell. So, you know, it, it has many layers to it. I haven't unraveled them all, but so like uh, shout out to Nate living a life around his abs. <laughs> and I do. I want to go ahead and point this out because uh, you have to give some credit to Joey. I never do, but I will give him this much credit. Joey was the one to be like, no rash guards. And I was like, uh, "And he goes, Raf, it's going to be more authentic for MMA. And I was like, eh, you're right. He brought out two gloves. And when he brought out these gloves, I just thought to myself, this is the most gloriously stupid thing I've done in some time. And I do this I like
0: the step to hurt your opponent. (laughs) (laughs) I I like to imagine the typical commenter in those
1: moments when they're like, this isn't a real video at all. You know, 7,000 people can't be wrong. And if you guys like it, give us a share on that one because uh, we also give a great shout-out to uh, our good friends at North South Jiu-Jitsu Underwear. So uh, just keep a lookout for that sort of stuff. Anyway, if you want to see more videos like that, hit us up. We're obviously apt to doing them. Uh, You know, we have fun, and we hope you guys do too. All right, let's go through the shout-outs. Let's go ahead and shout-out Valley Martial Arts Center. Mac, V V VMAG. All right, there is a tournament happening on December 10th. It is what? for white belts and blue belts. I think the cost is pretty cheap. You guys can find out that information at ValleyMAC.com. If you guys are also looking for a tournament out in the Marietta section of the world, a.k.a. near Temecula, you guys are going to want to go to my buddy Drew. Drew Maria is putting together a tournament out there at 10th Planet uh Maria, it's, I believe, I thought I saw it was Double Elimination, which, by the way, go do if you're a white or a blue belt or you got kids. So uh, they're having a nice little in-house tournament over that way. And uh, it's November 4th on that one. So go find out more from that. You can find out more at the 10th Planet Marietta homepage. Also, you guys should be coming to train with us at the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. We got big things coming up. I'm very excited to announce this. It has been in the works for a little while, but it looks like we will be seeing Bushido Battleground on the El Rey Network, which you may see a familiar face, or two, or three. And uh, we're very excited. You know, It's a big project that's showing all sorts of martial arts around the world, but there is going to be a little bit of implemented grappling, and we're very excited to announce that. Uh, our good friends... From the Jiu Jitsu Club will be represented by another than my Uke, Joey House. Who, by the way, Kevin, I think might be a better Uke than you. I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure that part out.
0: Uh yeah, probably. Just I I, I wish yeah. it wasn't the case, but you know, Yeah. I'm more of a realist. Uh
1: more of a Anyway, uh, Joey has a really cool super fight. We'll be announcing who that is, I believe, probably next week. So uh, if you guys want to go in and help him get ready for training or you're looking to get ready for your own competitive training, hit us up at the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. We train every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We're doing a whole bunch of stuff for Nogi Worlds, and uh, we're getting Joey ready for a super fight. So if you have aspirations to compete at Nogi Worlds like our good friend Jams, a.k.a. James, hit us up. We're Really excited to get you guys ready. And uh, can't impress it enough. If you guys are around and want to go ahead and train with us, come on down. And uh, let's see. I guess the last shout-out is just going to be for my wonderful wife. We had a great time on a date night yesterday. We went to go see Janet Jackson. Now, I want to tell you something real quick, Kev. This yeah. is great. First of all, Janet Jackson's uh, Sing Scream with... Uh, do it with her brother Michael Jackson who obviously is dead sure. but they play it on the screen and uh, you see me going like oh shit fuck she's using all of her Jackson powers but a lot of people wonder and Kevin actually I will say this is the best part Kevin said the one thing he's got going from this year is what in football for me yeah what's the one thing you've got going on in fantasy football
0: uh, Nelson Aguilar this week <laughs>
1: Kevin said this where I go well at least you got your name this year oh, and he goes uh, yes what is your name in fantasy football Kevin? my name is standing with Janets, and that is for Janet Jackson yes and what is that in regard to the nipple
0: sexual assault we witnessed by Justin Timberlake conveniently forgotten in the narrative who's gonna get a fucking invitation back to perform at the Super Bowl, and it's terrible. It's got to be the back. Yeah, she's get, like. But I'll
1: tell everybody you, everybody, wrap up what, your
0: titties this year. Justin Timberlake wrap up is going to be
1: there. That really should be his tour. <laughs> Welcome to see <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Wrap up your titties, everybody. It's me, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> anyway, um, but here's why it's cool. There was a really cool moment where Janet Jackson brought out 30 years worth of dancers. And even if you can't get into her music or her or whatever, here's one of the reasons why I always rep her is because she's an amazing performer. But when she brought out 30 years of dancers, she literally beckoned them and was just like, "Yo, you guys want to come? And they all showed back up. And I was just like, damn, that's pretty impressive. I don't think I could assemble all of our guests, even if I tried. Half of them hate us now. So we
0: couldn't even get jams back right now. It was on the <laughs> podcast seven minutes
1: ago. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I thought it was a really nice measure of uh, seeing a, a very subtle thing, which is uh, someone of a prominence giving a, a starring opportunity to so many of their dancers uh, throughout the years, and then all of them coming back and being like, oh, they crush Rhythm Nation, which, by the way, is one of the hardest routines in the world. So it was just a nice moment, and I thought it was something that I would share because I thought, uh, how wonderful is it that you can see... Something like that that I would have never expected. I was just like, oh shit, they look like, are those old dancers? Oh, fuck. That's really cool. (laughs) So maybe one day when Kevin and I are wrapping things up here at Verbal Tap, which is nowhere in the near future, so don't worry yourselves. But we'll grab all remaining 10 of the people who like us still and bring them on a show, Kevin. Can't wait speaking of which five years is coming up very soon so get ready for that if you guys want to help us out hashtag five years of verbal tap that's the numerical five five years of verbal tap and uh, we've got some surprises for you guys in store so keep a lookout for that and i think that's going to do it for me that'll do it for us
0: tonight here at verbal tap i'm kevin thank you for listening good night
1: Good fight